Welcome to the Carry On Couple podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Katrina. This is our podcast about our adventures and how we make life magical. We're going to tell you about how we travel the world on a budget and still make it awesome. We want to share our experiences with you so you can have awesome adventures too. And remember, you and I, we're in a club now, the Carry On Club. Episode 61! The 61st. Last week on Carry On Couple Podcast, we had a special guest talk about how his plans to travel were affected by COVID-19. This week, we tell you about how our vacation plans were affected by COVID-19. Take it away. All right, so uh, we talked to you guys last week, and actually the last couple weeks, I think, about how we've been planning a road trip. That's right. And it's for our anniversary. I and know. we were super excited about it. Um, so with all of this uh, this pandemic going on-ness, right. we were really trying to figure out if we were going to go. And it was kind of weird. We went through this phase where we were like, oh, yeah, we're for sure going. Like, it's a road trip whatever this is gonna be fine everything's great and then we started hearing about weird things kind of happening or things getting closed and we were like "Ooh, okay we'll just keep an eye out we'll just keep an eye out make sure everything's still gonna be open great 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 yeah um and then things got real real crazy last week Uh uh-huh um and we kind of went on the edge of like okay we're gonna hope we're going but we're not going to decide until the night before. Yeah. Um, we'll wait for those last minute updates and, you know, weigh the situation and decide. And what we decide? Well, we decided, I would say like two nights before, we decided let's do this. Was it two? I thought we decided the night before. Well, no, because we had to before. pack. Oh, okay. Two nights before. Yeah. Right. So we, we had to pack. So we decided, yeah, two nights before we decided, okay, let's do this because we wanted to give ourselves time to pack. Right. Um, And the decision was it was a hard one because we were thinking, okay, we could go on this trip and then it's really kind of an ideal situation for us because we are socially distancing to the max. We're camping. There's a maximum we're going to see is maybe like three or four people at a campsite. And we're going to be spread out. And yeah. yeah, we were really excited. We're still really excited. Yeah. And uh, we, so we did all our packing and everything and we went, well, let's just kind of go into it, what we did. Yeah. So prepping for this trip got way more complicated. Yeah. Thanks to everything that was going on um, because uh, everybody's been to or seen pictures of the empty shelves at the grocery store. Yeah. Uh, most of those things that are disappearing are things that we wanted to bring with us for easy cooking yeah. during our camping trip. Yeah. So we had some of the stuff, but we definitely had to change a lot of our like meal ideas because we couldn't find certain food items. Um, and it was just crazy. I know I was real stressed out going to the store. Yeah. Um, but well, let's kind of backtrack. We uh, first we got the car ready. Like okay. we I um, I know it was actually before all of this pandemic madness really happened. I yes. got our oil changed like it was starting, but it was more of just, hey, wash your hands. That's really all that was happening. And there wasn't really a crazy um, a, a fluctuation of, of many people getting affected or reportedly affected. So uh, I got our oil changed and we bought Those are like check the tires. Yeah. Check the tires, bought fluids. roof racks for the car. Right. Um, so we got we got the car ready. Um, they did all the stuff that we've talked to you guys talked about to you guys, you know, before. 
And then uh, we've been periodically checking the weather, seeing how cold it was going to be, realizing uh-huh. it's not going to be too bad. It's still going to be cold, but it's not going to be anything too crazy. Um, and then, and then, yeah. So let's talk about the grocery shopping because this is where it gets kind of crazy. Um, you you were saying how it was like empty, basically, of stuff that we needed. Yeah. But so what what did we end up doing though? Like, how did we end up getting stuff? Because there was pretty much everything was gone. Yeah. Well, we went to a couple of different stores. Um, we got really lucky with checking the bottom shelf, like yeah. the one where you have to get down on your hands and knees and like look underneath. Uh, there tended to be stuff there, and we also got pretty lucky because even though a lot of things were missing, people are still pretty picky. Um, yeah, which was really funny. And by picky, I mean they don't want to eat like sort of healthy or vegan, vegetarian type items, which we do eat. So a lot of stuff like that or like whole wheat pasta was still in. I thought that was hilarious. Um, like there was no pasta left, but there were rows and rows of whole wheat pasta. Yeah. So we don't mind eating that stuff. So we got lucky and we just grabbed that stuff. So it was not that bad. Uh, there was a few things that we like really could not find, um, but we just grabbed some alternatives. Like for I think until the day we were packing for our trip or the day before, we couldn't find tortillas, which we wanted to bring and make stuff. And yeah, yeah, because that's easy, easy like grab and go food. Like you make a burrito and then you go. Yeah, <laughs> so we finally did find some of those, um, like a third or fourth store that we tried. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so that's kind of how that went. Uh, And luckily, too, we didn't go on the craziest day that the grocery shopping was like the most intense. We went like a day later and like in a weird time. And so it wasn't super crazy, which was nice. We were able to not be like surrounded by people when we went shopping, which is good. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I felt kind of bad, though, because it looked like we were... Like, I felt like we were being judged because we were buying stuff for a 10-day trip. Right. And, like, so we had <laughs> so we cans and up. cans of stuff. And I was thinking, oh, man, people are going to be looking at us like, oh, they were not prepared for this at all. Like, and, we were prepared yeah. at home. And, and it was our regular shopping time anyways. So we were buying stuff both for regular shopping right. and our 10-day trip. And then on top of that, my dad had ran into us in the parking lot and started adding things. He was on a walk and saw us and came in the store with us and was like oh we actually need this and so he started adding like a a mini cart to our cart yeah so we were not only buying for our 10 days but also buying stuff for my parents yeah (laughs) so yeah it just looked like we had so much food um but we were able to find enough to get us through at least the 10 days which was great Mm mm-hmm Another thing that we started doing when we were on the fence about this is we were looking for um, any cancellations and anything that we'd already booked or any closure notices. Um, And that's because we started seeing a lot more um, places with closures. Yeah, either by choice or by government issue. Right. And my worry was that even though we were planning did we, did we already say where we were planning to go on this road trip? No, Maybe we, we didn't. Should do that. We didn't talk about this Oops. road trip, where we were going. So our plan, let's backtrack to that for a second. Yeah. Our plan for this road trip, we were going to do a 10-day tour of some national parks. We're going to camping. We're going to do a few um, hotel stays. Uh, so we were going to start in uh, Joshua Tree and go camping. And then we were going to head out to St. George, George um, because it was a little closer a little less drive. Uh, we were going to go to Zion for three days and go camping there. Mm-hmm. 
Then we were going to go to Bryce. We were going to stop in Page, Arizona, and do like Horseshoe Bend, Antelope Canyon, stuff like that. After that, we and the Grand Canyon. We were going to go to the Grand Canyon. We were uh-huh. going to camp at the Grand Canyon. Um, and then we were going to head down into Sedona and do some camping there mm-hmm. and then come home. And then home, yeah. So, yeah, we had all this stuff planned. So much camping, so much nature. Um, we did all the things. Uh, we got America the Beautiful Pass so we could do all the camping um, in national parks. Yeah. So... So with that said, with that said, we were trying to look to see if anything canceled, like if any parks were closing, if there's right. any like specific trails, like well, basically what the big thing was is like, OK, if there was like maybe like 50 percent of our things that we wanted to do, we were unable to do. Why? What, what, what are we going to do then? Because there's like a lot of things getting canceled. So but right. we were looking for that as far as we were saying, things were OK. A few things were canceled mm-hmm. here and there. But um, but for the most part. We could still make this trip good. Right. And things were just the reason we were keeping keep checking constantly is things were changing so quickly. As you all know, it's like every, you know, within an hour, things can change drastically. So I was worried that the national parks might close or the campgrounds might close in the national parks or something crazy like that would happen and then we'd kind of be stuck. So that was kind of the big worry because a lot of people would ask us like, why would you not go? Like you're gonna be out. I was like, yeah, but we don't necessarily wanna get stuck out far away from home or have a bunch of places we were gonna stay get canceled and then kind of be stranded. Yeah. And maybe we could find a hotel to stay at or something like that, but it's just gonna cost a lot more money. Or have to drive like fourteen hours home or something. Yeah, like so we it were was just we were yeah. just weighing all those options. But like Ryan said, um, you know, the day before, we even checked the day before, the day of, looked at everything. Uh we didn't have we had a lot of closures at the national parks of like public areas like the visitor center yeah which we probably weren't gonna go to anyways things like that like maybe if it was open but um we didn't really have a plan to do that we wanted to do the naturey stuff so yeah so we were like okay everything still looks good let's do it let's get in the car um we also this is kind of an interesting we had to stop by AAA to get some free maps yeah of the areas we were going and at first i saw those signs there's like a bunch of signs on the door. I thought they were closed, but they had us come in and they were just like, okay, we have to screen you. So, you know, yeah, they asked us a couple questions, questions, make sure we were healthy. Um, and then they gave us all the maps and I was like waiting for them to just give us this look like, why are you giving, getting maps right now? Where, what? And then I was hoping I was like, yes, the maps for Nevada, Utah, Arizona, (laughs) we're not going very far. Please don't be mad at us. Yeah. Yeah, so um, that was that was interesting. But the most interesting thing that happened to us was, you know, when we were trying to look for all these closures, we were sitting at home on the Wi-Fi, and then all of a sudden we had no Wi-Fi. That's right. And I was thinking, okay, maybe it was just full of bandwidth or something like that. Makes sense. Maybe it's just going slower. Ch- took a look at the router. Our router's dead. Yeah. Our router and modem died at the same time. So we have no internet right now. That's right. So Good perfect timing. timing. Perfect timing when we're when we're supposed to be at home doing nothing. And we also don't have unlimited internet on our phones. Yeah. So we have to we're like seriously like conserving so what we we're doing. So we basically didn't want to do anything on the internet. And that happened actually like 
what the day before our trip yeah the day before the day before when we were gonna do all of our last minute preps and like meal preps and things and do all these things save stuff off of the internet for when we didn't have internet on our trip we were trying to conserve our data because we knew we were gonna need it when we were out <laughs> there for certain things um so that definitely made things a lot more interesting but we got everything we needed we went to my parents house and stole internet yep and we were able to get everything packed in the car, um, and we were ready to head out. Yeah. And yeah, so our <laughs> ultimate decision was, let's give it a shot. Let's try to go on this trip. So where did we go first? We headed to Joshua Tree. Joshua Tree. Yes. We actually lucked out um, when, uh, like I said, we, we've planned a lot of this stuff way before things were getting closed and stuff like that. So but not like it was still hard. Far in advance for national parks. Yeah. Like. It was it was uh, super hard to find campgrounds. We lucked out and found a camp uh, a campsite that was open in Jumbo Rocks Campground. That's right. Uh, Jumbo Rocks Campground is pretty deep into Joshua Tree. We had to drive for probably about 30 minutes. Yeah, 30 minutes into Joshua Tree uh, National Park to get there. And we there. passed like four other campsites on the way. Ones that um, we wanted to stay at too. But yeah, it was like everything was kind of booked up because we did this like I would I don't want to say last minute, but a lot of times the campgrounds, they open up reservations like six months in advance. And yeah. I think we booked it maybe like less than two months, like maybe a month yeah. and a half. Yeah. So we might have gotten somebody's like cancellation or something. We might have. Um, and we actually had changed our trip. We were originally going to start a day later and we we moved it up because because of this, because we found a campground that yeah. was open. And so we were like, well, let's just. Move it up one day so we can do this. Yeah. Um, so we had uh, uh, at Jumbo Rock Campground, we had Campsite 28, which was a good site. Yeah, I it was. It. it was a nice site. It they, wasn't far um, from the cars, but it wasn't close. Um, yeah, and all the campsites have a picnic table. Mm-hmm. They have a, a fire, fire pit, pit yeah. with a, what was the thing? Uh, the grate. A grate. Yeah, a grate that, that like swings on. over. Yeah. Yeah, so that was nice. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, Katrina here, being the researcher she is, <laughs> she walked around and looked at the other campsites that were within, like, you know, close. There were there see. were a bunch, but there was, like, we had, there's like, campsites from, like, 27 to 31 or 32 or something like that were right. in our parking lot kind of thing. So I scoped out our area, and I tried yeah. to scope out some other areas, but I didn't want to, like, go intrude on people. So... <laughs> Um, definitely. I think the other campsites that were around us that were probably the best in that little, little grouping would be campsite number 31, which the only downside was that it was kind of in the back, kind of far. Um, it It was the furthest from, from the cars away from the cars. Yeah. So if you have a lot of stuff. And not a lot of people, maybe, to help carry that stuff yeah. uh, from the car to the campsite. It, you know, that's a little bit. Or if you're maybe um, looking for a shorter walk because you're maybe disabled or something like that, like, that's going to be a tough one. Yeah. Um, but I liked it. You had, like, this view of just, like, the desert. There was no... And there was, like, kind of, like, cactus and Joshua trees, like, blocking off the other camp. Yeah, if you, you set it up right, you would feel like you're alone. Yeah, which was pretty cool. So I really liked that one. And then 27 was also really cool because you were, like, kind of surrounded by the, the jumbo rocks. Yeah. These big boulders. And you kind of, all right off the backside, you have, like, this canyon almost that you could go walk yeah, it's like a trail. in. It is a trail. So that was really cool. Yeah. Um. And that one was separated from all the other ones, but it was a lot. Cl- it was like right it was next to the right cars. Right next to the cars. Yeah. So if you have somebody that camping next to you, that's that's constantly going back and forth with the cars. You're gonna hear the doors opening and shutting, the alarm beep beeping. Right. And, so that was the only downside to that. So kind of 
weigh the options. It looked like that one probably got shade in the hotter times, yeah. too. Um, ours which, was right in the middle. Ours was kind of in the middle, yeah. Yeah, so it, I think it was the, the the best of both worlds. Yeah, it was pretty that, good. That I liked it. Yeah. Um, now, as far as our... Uh, camping experience. Uh, we set up the tent. Everything was all fine and dandy. There it was a little tough because it was super windy when we yeah, got there. Yeah, it was super windy. Uh, but uh, we managed to to do that. And while it I was, was like sprinkling a little. Oh my bit gosh, that's what I wanted in. to get that tent up because I thought it was going to start <laughs> raining. So and it apparently w- had snowed the night before. Yeah, the, that that day. That, oh, that, that morning. morning. Yeah, Sorry, that morning it had snowed. Yeah. So we really wanted to get the tent up. Yeah. Um. The other weird thing I found was there was. How many campsites besides us? There was like four other campers yeah, in yeah, our little like little grouping. Us and one other group were using tents and yeah. everyone else was sleeping in like their car or like a camper thing kind like of roof connected camper. to their car. Yeah. Um, which I kind of really liked that roof camp. Oh thing. my gosh, I want one. It's probably so expensive though. I'm afraid to look, but yeah, it's, it's real so cool, guys. We can't look right now because we don't we have, have internet. no internet. Um, um, yeah, so that was really interesting to me that like only two out of like five were tent camping. Yeah. Um, figured out why later. Yeah. We'll we'll discuss that. Yeah, uh, I think we could have probably had better organization in our packing. Yeah, I thought we did okay. But um, mm. but we we did okay with what we had because I, we didn't have we had like big tubs we had a yeah. big tub in like one of the, like a storage tub and then we had um, a cooler a big like yeah. igloo type cooler and then we just everything else was just bags and yes. just kind of throw and it in the I car. think I got a lot of ideas from people that were with us like yeah. we need clear tubs yes and we need some smaller size tubs yeah so we can so really we can, like micro organize yeah because definitely trying to get what we needed out of the car especially since we were only staying at Joshua Tree one night I was like I don't want to bring everything out of the car yeah and we, our campsite was a little bit of a walk from the car. So I was like, I don't think we need to bring everything out here. Yeah. We just need to bring some stuff. So it was really hard to uh, bring what we needed. So I 100% think now I have a better idea of how to organize things and make it more convenient when we do some more camping. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and also I think we need to, uh, especially if we know it's going to be as cold as it was, buy more wood. Because oh, yeah. usually when I go camping, if we're going one night, two bundles of wood is plenty. Yeah. So that we, I was like, okay, two bundles of wood, cool. That'll actually even bring us in the morning. Why not? Turns out it took us like a whole bundle just to get the fire warm enough to sit around because it was right. so flipping cold. And it so also windy. didn't help. Yeah, it also didn't help though that it rained the night before. And I think the place we bought it from didn't bring the wood inside. Right. So like the wood was outside during the day. So I was thinking, oh, they bring it inside and then bring it back out. I don't think they did that. So we were working with wet wood, which was very difficult. Um, yeah. But we would still, I think next time it's better to have more wood than not. And then we can do what other people do and just leave your extra wood behind for the next people that come in. Right. So uh, so I think we could have done that. And, you know, speaking of the cold, holy moly. Holy moly. Was it cold at night? Now, like I said, we looked up the weather. We knew it was going to be cold, but we didn't know it was going to be this cold. Yeah, we I felt so underprepared for the level of cold it was going to be. And maybe that's because whenever we're cold places, where you typically have a hotel, so you, yeah. you're you out in the cold and you know it's only going to be for so long and then you go into your hotel and you warm up and you go to bed. 
Um, when we were done at the fire, we were like, okay, guess it's time to uh, get into the tent. Yeah, and we pour got some it. water on the fire, <laughs> make sure all the hot spots are gone. Right. And we go in, we get, get settled in. And I was like, I can't feel my toes. Yeah. Like, I legitimately couldn't feel my toes. I tried everything I could think of to be warmer. Could not get warm. Um, and then finally ended up having to go get an extra blanket from the car, which yeah. helped. And I was warmer, but I felt so bad because I was, like, shivering and shaking. You felt bad. I felt bad because we should have brought better sleeping bags. And I was so cold. Yeah. So I think we underestimated the cold for oh, nighttime. And I think we it didn't help. that again. I think it didn't help, though, that it was super windy at night. It was. It wasn't really supposed to be windy, but that, that storm front that came in kind of messed everything up. So. Yeah. Um, when we were looking at for Joshua Tree, like I said, it wasn't supposed to be like that. Yeah, so I think next time we'll definitely bring uh, an, at least one more blanket. We brought one wool blanket and an extra blanket and our sleeping bag. But I think next time we'll bring another blanket. And I think we'll, we'll if we do something kind of this early into spring, uh, we'll do like the mummy sleeping bags. Yeah. Um, Which almost brought, but we had this cool, like, sleeping, new sleeping bag that we got, but we never really, we never tried it before. We didn't really see what its, um, what its rating was. So <laughs> it was, it was our mistake. That, that was, that was our bad. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it was so cold that when we woke up, uh, everything was frozen. Uh, like the, 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 you know, you always wake up and there's always dew everywhere You're when right. you camp. Uh, it wasn't dew. It was frost. Everything it was, was frozen. Frost. It's funny because even on the on the table, I put we left our, our marshmallows in a plastic bag out like in like a Ziploc bag. So I put it on a, on our table and it just slid right across the table. Yeah, because like, it was just ice on the table. I felt so cool. I slid my thermos of hot cocoa. <laughs> yeah. I tried to like the cool people do at bars and movies. And yeah, stuff. it didn't work so yeah, well. Your thermos full of hot cocoa. Yeah, it was full of hot cocoa. Oh, you know, we didn't talk about that. We actually cooked over the fire. We did because we didn't. We, we didn't bring an actual stove of uh, campfire or camping stove because I knew we could cook over fire. And we also had this cool little thing that if we didn't cook over the fire, there was like a little like like mobile fire pit mm-hmm. that we had that had a grate on it, but it still used wood. So it wasn't a camping stove. It was different. Yeah, it was a little but, different. So we had options to use and I wanted to be a little cool and, and, and do that. But yeah, we, we successfully cooked over a campfire um, mm-hmm. uh, with, uh, with hot chocolate and everything. But oh, we'll talk about that later in... Uh, in our in the the food section. Oh, okay. But I just wanted to mention that we we successfully did that um, over yeah. the fire. But yeah, so it was still super cold in the it morning. It was super cold. It was it much was... easier to make a fire in the morning because it was not as windy. Yeah. Um, when I woke was... up to do the fire, though, Katrina stayed asleep. <laughs> yes, I did. Because I finally got semi warm when Ryan left the tent. I like super cocoon bundled yeah. hard into all the blankets, like burrito wrapped myself yeah you didn't have to share anything with um me. and i was like slightly warm and i think it was starting to get a little bit warmer outside so i slept a little bit longer a little bit um uh, i did get so cold that we were both 100 percent okay which this is a big deal we were both 100 percent okay with buying an extra blanket yeah ryan yeah. never lets me buy blankets no. anymore so this is like a big deal. Yeah, I was we like on our way on our way to the next place. We're buying another blanket. It wasn't even like I'm okay with it. It's like we're we're buying another <laughs> blanket. It's happening. Yeah. <clears throat> so that was pretty crazy. Um, oh, another thing to note about Joshua Tree, at least for Jumbo Rock. Yeah. There was no water. Um, like they they mentioned, there's no water hookups. I assume that was just talking about for RVs. Right. But they didn't have any 
water. Like yeah. there's no running water anywhere. So bring your own water. We brought our bring own water. more than you think yeah, you need. Yeah, we brought our own water, but we... If if we were to stay there for a longer amount of time for like cooking and everything and drinking, we would not have had enough. Like they yeah. take into account that you need to make food also. Right. Um, and, and you need to wash your dishes too. Like there's things you need to do. Like you can obviously conserve, like not use as much water as you use in your sink or as much water as your dishwasher uses, yeah. but you still need to use water. You still water. need some and you still need to drink water. Yeah. Especially um, in the summer, like yeah. bring a ton of water. Um, at night... We got to do some stargazing. Yeah, we were like sitting around the campfire. Uh, we got lucky because that remember we were talking about it sprinkling, but the clouds dispersed like yes. really a lot. So yes. we were able to look up and see so many stars. It was more stars than I've ever seen, even more than New Zealand, I think. Really? I think so. Because because New Zealand there was still like the cities closest by. Like we were so far away. I guess so maybe, I, yeah. There was like Except the one... for when we were on like Hot Water Beach. I think that yeah, was. Yeah, Hot Water like, Beach more. was a lot, yeah, you're right. Um but yeah, it was crazy. And we downloaded, before we left, when we had some internet, we downloaded a stargazing <laughs> app, which was really fun because we would try to like figure out which constellations were which or what was a planet and stuff. And then um, we could like turn it on and hold it up and it would show us things. Or we could like try and find things by saying, searching for it um, on the app and then trying to find it in the sky. So that was a really fun, fun way to do some stuff. Yeah. You know, I, we're kind of jumping around here and I apologize because we are using our phone notes rather than the usual internet organizer that we have for our episode. But I'm going to go back to the fire. Okay. And mention how hard it was to start the fire again. But um, how being the the Boy Scout that I was, yeah, <laughs> uh, I came prepared with a lot of things that could help us. Uh, like I, there's a, a cool trick that you could do with toilet paper rolls, not a full roll, like the actual like empty roll. Yeah. Uh, um, and uh, you put dryer lint inside of it and then you use that as a fire starter. It lights up really well. Only problem is, is it smells like hair for a while. But whatever. <laughs> if you if you're cold, the burnt hair doesn't smell that bad. Um, but I, I did that. And like I said, our wood was wet, so it was really hard. But fortunately, I also brought my hatchet and I also know how to use said hatchet. True. So I, I made a bunch of wood chips and I, I there's like a couple of the bigger pieces of wood that I knew wouldn't really burn all the way through. I chopped those into many smaller pieces, ended up getting it to light. And we that's how we ended up getting our fire. Um, but the reason why I wanted to talk about the fire again is while we were asleep and right. I said that we had poured the water over to get rid of all the hot spots, apparently I missed one because we were sleeping or get, we we're laying down, I should say. Trying to sleep. And uh, all of a sudden we hear like a woof. And, you know, the wind was doing that a bunch. So I was yeah. like, oh, that was just the wind. And then I opened my eyes just to kind of look and I was like, freaking poop. That's our fire. Our fire lit back up. Yeah. Like roaring back up when there was only one little piece of log left in there. Yeah, like it was a bigger fire than when we were sitting out there before we yeah. went to bed. And and so I went back out and, and really doused it with, uh, I only did it with dirt because I left the rest of the water in the car. But so I just doused it with a bunch of dirt and, and buried it. But right. it just goes to show, even if you think your fire is out. It might not be. It might not be. And it was lucky that happened so early in the night because there were times where I was actually asleep. Yeah. So. Um, and also, like we said, it was so cold. Both of us slept with beanies on. Yes. And I had the beanie like 
over my eyes. So I didn't realize that the fire really started until, like I said, Ryan checked and saw it. And he was like, don't you see that flickering? And I had to move the beanie off my eyes. And then I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. there is a flickering. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, just better to check and keep make sure it's really out than not. Yeah, that's for sure. So, um, I know, I know this is going to kind of skip ahead to other things, but since we're camping, do we want to talk about food a little bit? Yeah. It's been a couple weeks since we've done this one. That's true. Okay. So, uh, I want to talk about cooking over the fire. It was a lot of fun. Luckily they, they had a grate for us. Uh, Like we were able to flip the grate over and, and cook just straight over the fire. We did it a little unorthodox as far as camping. We just brought our regular pots. Um, I do not recommend that. It's not the easiest. No, well, it's not even the easy factor. (laughs) It's It's actually, it's actually not good for the pots. You could crack your, your pots and pans if you do that. But these were old ones that we're planning on getting rid of anyways. So we're like, okay, might as well bring these. And we can figure it out from there. Also, I didn't know they could crack, which I probably would have tried for a different option. Because yeah. what if they cracked on like day two? Yeah. Well, 10? we we also had my other the other uh, mess kits that you could cook. That's on. true. So we did have other options, and I knew that. I didn't. Um. But uh. But yeah. So we cooked over the fire. Uh. Water was boiled really quickly because it was you know you have no control over the fire and it gets hot. So it cooked real fast or boiled real fast well we actually yeah we actually forgot to bring the lid we thought we brought it we thought we brought it to our pot because we knew we were going to be boiling water for many things like maybe oatmeal or hot chocolate pasta or pasta the list could go on and on uh but yeah we forgot that lid um so we were trying to figure out how to do it and I, I went to the car to go get uh, <laughs> aluminum foil. I was yeah. like, oh, I could just grab that. I didn't even tell you that I was doing that because I was going to grab other things. I was like, I'll grab aluminum foil also. And I come back and I see <laughs> our our we were um, cooking pasta and we made some we did some onion and uh, and something else. Zucchini. So onion and zucchini. And we we're cooking that over the fire. So I come back and I see our pan that we're cooking the onion and zucchini in on top of the 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 pot which were boiling water i was like oh my gosh and it was the right size too yeah. i was like this is perfect it like yeah. makes so much more sense because you're still cooking both of them yep. <laughs> and you're letting the water boil it worked and really well it worked really well yeah that was that was a really great idea and great thinking on your I part i am resourceful <laughs> but uh <laughs> but yeah so we actually made a pretty damn decent meal yeah we had like a very fancy pasta uh, my favorite thing though my mom sent us on our trip with a um, as she coined the term, a doomsday loaf, yeah. uh, which was homemade bread. Uh, so good. Yeah. So I actually decided that we should have garlic bread. Yeah. With, we didn't have a toaster. With, we didn't have a toaster. Um, we, but didn't, we did have a fire. We also didn't have butter. Correct. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. But, but we had bread and we had a seasoning bag full of garlic seasoning and onion seasoning. But what did we so. use for butter? We, we brought butter flavored oil to make popcorn did you know this is a thing guys because i didn't know i didn't know this is a thing yeah it's amazing yeah uh so i was like well let's just put some of that oil on here sprinkle some seasoning um we also brought we were gonna make s'mores so we brought these crazy marshmallow hot dog 
stick. Oh things. yeah, yeah. They were and they're like um, they're like three feet long. They're, they're huge. so awesome. Yeah. But I decided that we could definitely toast the bread by by <laughs> putting the bread bread on the sticks. Yeah. And then putting those on the grate. Uh it worked like a charm. Yeah. It, like it was just like out of the toaster, but with a little bit of a smoky taste. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. It was so really I was very very I felt like we were being so fancy. Yeah. Um in our camping. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do we want to also talk about the food that we did on well, the bread? Wait, we did more. Food. Oh, we did more. What else did we do? Well, we did have s'mores. We did have s'mores, um, obviously. We we have some debate here on the best <laughs> way to make a s'more. Obviously, it's to burn your mallow. No, to use two mallows. Well, okay, I can I, I can be on that that one, but and then just enjoy. But I I like to make mine golden brown, and you just let it cook so like the inside gets super gooey. The inside is super gooey, and the outside is soft. No, crunchy. No. And that campfire smoky burnt taste. Well, you I don't still know what get you're the, doing here. I, I'm doing it the right you're way. You're doing it wrong. No. We all know that I'm right <laughs> oh and he's gosh. wrong. We don't uh, have to get into this for a long team time. Team Golden Brown. Ugh. <laughs> crispy, crispy crunch. <laughs> you wrong. Okay, so we had s'mores. It was great. It was wonderful. We also brought some wine. Oh, so yeah. So that was really nice. Yeah, and uh, if you go to Joshua Tree in the spring, or in the early spring, I should say, if you wanted to bring white wine, you don't have to worry about a refrigerator because it, our wine, we had red wine, but it tasted like it was out of the fridge. Yeah, it was cold. It was real cold. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then in the morning, we decided to make some oatmeal. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we had to do my hack for boiling the water again. Yep. It worked like a charm it like again. A charm. Uh, so we did. we And again, we did um, kind of nice oatmeal. It was like oatmeal with blueberries and brown sugar and chocolate chips. And it was delightful. Yeah. Um, and we had hot cocoa. Yep. We did have hot cocoa. And that was delicious. Which was great because it was still real, real cold in the morning until the sun was kind of more out. And then it was really nice all day. Yeah. And uh, what I did when we made the water for the hot cocoa is I um, I scooped the water out with like another like we had like a camping mug that I scooped that out and put that into our thermoses that we brought and then I left a little bit of water in there to clean the dishes. Yes. So and it was boiling water so it cleaned the dishes really well. Like yeah. obviously I didn't use any soap. We did bring soap. But since there wasn't really a way to dispose of it, I, I thought it was better to just because yeah. they didn't have trash cans there. Also, they did have a a trash like dumpster where you can take your bags of trash into the like it was like a, um, a bear dumpster. Yeah. Um, but other than that, they didn't really have anything where you can really clean your dishes. So be aware of that. Um, but anyways, uh, was that all the food we had at the campsite? Yes. Okay, we had another thing of food on the way home. Did oh, you want to go over that? Or we also I... had peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but, you we know, did. staple. We did. Uh, on the Ryan way home now? we got enough to... jelly, though. Oh, uh, whatever. Okay, whatever. we can go on the way home now. Okay, <laughs> so we will go back to more camping, but since we're talking about food, we're going to talk about this place that we hit up on the way home. That's right. It was called Pie for the People. Yes. And not like like sweet pie like pizza pie pizza pie yeah, pizza pie and we got um we ordered something called a wookie pizza that's right uh and who, uh, who would appreciate that oh joey from laugh it up fuzzball he would love this yeah it's a pizza called the wookie yeah so joey from laugh it up fuzzball greatest nerd podcast ever uh would love this wookie pizza uh, well, I don't know if you would actually like the contents. I don't of know. Pizza. It's my pizza. Yeah, it was literally we looked at it. It was her pizza. It's what she orders. It's pepperoni, jalapeno, pineapple. Oh my goodness! And they did such a good job. The ingredients were all like fresh. The I'm pretty sure their marinara sauce was made in house. 
It was amazing. Yeah. I also ordered garlic knots. Oh, yeah. And you said that the garlic knots, it was like it, the amount they give you is the same amount as a large pizza? I think so. Oh, my gosh. I think that's, that's what so it said. crazy. We still have some left over. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Um, uh, the it, wait, though, was super long because yeah. they were... Uh, doing like pandemic stuff we weren't actually allowed to go into the store they came out to take her order or they did phone call orders. Yeah. um and it took them probably like 40 minutes to make yeah but when we were when we looked in there they were non-stop doing stuff like it's not like they were sitting there on their phones like they were they were working they hard. were working so um so that was nice but um i would definitely recommend that place if you're in the joshua tree area yes it was pie for the people is really really good their ingredients were delicious so uh any other food stuff i think that's let's go back to our camp here i just wanted to kind of well actually i lied sorry more food stuff more food stuff um we also found a few really good recipes that we prepped for this we found breakfast cookies oh yeah what an oxymoron breakfast cookies yeah uh they were amazing i actually might go get one in a second here (laughs) really really good and we had we kind of made our own uh granola bars is that what you would call those uh yeah they were no baked granola bars no baked granola bars which were really good and really great fuel for hiking yeah and we brought um kind of a a makeshift trail mix that we were able to pull together yeah um so make sure you bring a lot of like high nutritional value like dense sort of foods if you want to do a lot of hiking um to keep you going yeah uh, so, uh, now going back to our, our stay at Joshua tree, yeah. we, um, were packing up, getting ready to yeah. go for the next part of our trip. Well, which we were going to go explore Joshua tree a yeah. little bit and then move on to the yeah. next part. But as I said, we're packing up, getting ready to go to our next part, uh, which would have been St. George, but we were packing up and we heard from some, uh, some other fellow campers that they said, uh, Hey, at midnight, because they were coming in from, for uh, the, the day that we were leaving, they were coming in. They said, we were at, at midnight. Basically, California is closed. Right. And we were like, what? Oh, what does that mean? Can so, we leave? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we, Can we get back in. We packed up and we're like, OK, well, let's go explore Joshua Tree a little mm-hmm. bit and let's go on some hikes. Let's figure some things out. And then we can really decide, like, when we get back into a um, an Internet zone, we can look this up. So we ended up going up to the, um, what was the Key, viewpoint called? Key point. Key point? Key point viewpoint. So we went up there and uh, we realized after a while, just looking out, we were looking out over Indio and San Gregorio and and um, and Palm Springs. Uh, the, there was no haze, no smog know, at all. So the view, view was beautiful. Um, recommend going there. And that one's a really accessible. It's even yeah. wheelchair accessible too. Yeah, so you have to like, drive to it yeah. and it's a sidewalk. It's super, super easy yeah. viewpoint. The easiest viewpoint I think we've ever done. Yeah. Um, but we realized that someone else next to us was on their cell phone. Yeah. Having a conversation. And then both of us were like, wait, that means we have reception here. Yeah. So we took our phones um, off of airplane mode and started typing away. Yeah. Um, and I was I, like, like you said, we were checking our emails over and over before the trip to make yeah. sure nothing was canceled. So that was the first thing I did. I went to our email and checked and we found out at this viewpoint that Zion canceled everybody's reservations yeah so no camping at zion which was yep. three days three days three of our 10 day trip our camping yeah so we were like oh that's where are we gonna stay what are we gonna do and then i also got some notices from people about the california shutdown so we were looking into that some more and it was it sounded so serious and so like um crazy from the things that we were getting 
and the updates. And so we were just kind of like, okay, well, if this is getting like to that level where they're like the whole state of California is on lockdown, um, what are things going to be like in 10 days? Like, are we going to be stuck somewhere? We don't know where we're going to stay. So we really started thinking about, okay, can we keep going? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, at this point, really up up there, we that's where we had our, our, I guess, poorly made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I apologize for that. It's okay. But it was there we decided we're sitting in the car just kind of thinking about it because it was real cold up there. I wanted to sit in the car and eat. <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, we decided officially there, okay, we should cancel this trip because we have nowhere to stay for three days. And that's that was one of the main reasons why we wanted to go on this trip was to go there. Yeah, that was like one of the big things that started it. And and another thing was, was like, okay, if this does escalate and we can't get back into California, we're stuck in a state we don't live in and we're going to have to probably be paying for a hotel for who knows how long. Yeah. And it was just it was just a big thing. It was like, okay, it was a lot of what ifs and we just felt safer canceling the trip here and heading back home. But we didn't head home yet. That's right. Because we're like, okay, we're already here. Let's make the best of it. Let's go and just do do everything until like the sun is setting and then drive home because we weren't far from home. Yeah. We're only like two hours, two and a half hours from home. Um, so, yeah. so that's not bad. Let's do as much as we can and then drive home. So we went to a place called the Hall of Horrors. Yeah. Ah! Um, I don't know why it's called the Hall of Horrors. We didn't I really look into it. it. Ha- I think it must have something to do with rock climbing. It must. It must. Because apparently... Oh, you probably knew this. I didn't. Uh, Joshua Tree is like world-renowned rock climbing territory. Well, um, all it is is a bunch of rocks all over yeah, the place. Yeah, I did not did not realize that though. Yeah. People who rock climb are strange individuals with yeah. death wishes. But like, good for you. Have fun. <laughs> Do you? Uh, but I just kept staring at all these people sitting on top of the mountain and going, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. So we went. We went. We were. Went on this hike. It was more of like a walk in the wilderness because there wasn't really any like there was no elevation change or anything. Yeah, it was a really nice, nice walk. easy walk. But uh, but you are in you know on a trail. The thing with Joshua Tree is you can just pull off on like any pull out and just kind of start walking. Yeah. Um, and there isn't really like a designated trail, so you really have to have a keen sense of where you are or have a landmark of saying, okay, I know I have to go back to this specific spot. Yeah. Now keep in mind, there's also a lot of big rocks, so I wouldn't recommend using a big rock. There's also a lot of Joshua trees. I wouldn't recommend using Joshua trees unless there's a specific large one that's a like certain shape that you're like, oh, that's that looks cool. I want to very distinct looking. So what we did is we started walking and we're like, there's some places where there is trail where they actually have like little like stones kind of set up to like, like kind of guide you on the trail. But at one point we just kind of veered off of it. And the reason why we did is like, okay, there is this giant rock formation that is to our right. Let's Mm -hmm. just go around it. Yeah. And, and we saw the end, like both ends of it. So we knew we weren't going to be walking for like 10 miles. Right. So we just, we just walked around it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. We even had a chance to like, what was it? Scamper? No. No. Scuttle? No. You got it. Starts with an S. What else? Come on. It's rock. I forgot it too. So that's why I'm trying to get ah, you to. <laughs> what is it? Um. um sc- scatter? Scatter. No. no. 
Tell Lauren, okay, it, okay. this Anyways. is going to get too long. Yeah. We <laughs> went up some rocks. Yeah. There's a word for it. There I is. don't remember. Um, <laughs> so we got to climb up some some little boulders, some big little, I mean, some really big boulders and rocks and yeah. get a better view. And um, we didn't go too far. There was definitely some little kids going way higher oh up gosh. than we were going. I found a cave. Yeah, we just hear that and then that. The kid going, I'm going to go inside. And dad's dad. like, that's not a good idea. <laughs> So it was very entertaining. Um, so that was a fun. We also went to um, a dam. Do you remember the name of the dam? It was the Baker Dam. Baker Dam. That sounds familiar. I yeah. thought it started with a B. Maybe. Um, it's a dam in Joshua Tree. Yeah. I think there's only one. I'm going to look it up um, with the minimal Wi-Fi we have. Weirdo. So we did that hike, which is a one mile loop. Um, and I got super excited because there were signs talking about Bighorn Barker. Sheep. Barker. Barker Dam. Um, but I didn't see any sheep. There were supposed to be sheep. But no I didn't sheep. See no sheep. But the dam was kind of cool because you could tell it was made, you know, a long time ago. It mm-hmm. definitely wouldn't live up to standards of nowadays. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it was the water in the desert. Like it was yeah. really interesting. And they originally made it for, uh, cattle to, you know, to bring water for the cattle. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it was a it was a, definitely a fun little hike. I would recommend that one. You got to see a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Um, and it was like very simple. There was a little bit of elevation gain, but not much. Oh yeah, that one I think was like a hundred feet it was elevation pretty, gain pretty total. Minimal. Like it wasn't that bad. Um. Uh. Then we went to Hidden Valley Loop. Yes. Which when we got there, you were like, "Is this where Ranch comes from?" I was being silly. I know you were, but then I was like, <laughs> "Well, I don't know. Maybe it is because this is Hidden Valley. Could be Hidden Valley Ranch. I don't know because it was that was a." a I was just going to say that that was a good observation. Oh, okay. I thought you were making fun of me. No, I wasn't. (laughs) Thank you. Um, But yeah, so the really cool thing was is like this is literally like a hidden valley. You get there. There's a bunch of rocks. You're thinking, okay, there's nothing here. You walk through the rocks and you get out and you're like, holy moly, there's a valley hidden behind all these rocks. And it's a huge valley. Yes. Um, And you do, it's like a one mile loop within the valley. So you can tell like that's pretty big. Um, and you don't even go around the whole thing, but it was really, really cool in there. Is we took some really fun pictures. Yeah, we got to read about different, um, different wildlife and plant life. Ooh, like like sheep. There were supposed to be sheep was, there. There was supposed. To be, there was no sheep. No sheep. I didn't see no sheep. I was very sad. <laughs> also, uh, we learned about the plant called. Wait a minute. What. No, that's that's what the plant's called. Oh, oh, the plant's called. Wait a minute. Yeah, that was one of the nicknames for it. Wasn't <laughs> yeah, because it? It, was. it was also called like Devil's Blanket. Right. And, uh, there was it, a couple other things where it was like, ooh, that's hikers creepy. beware or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like, like it was definitely a scary. It was like very covered in thorns, and you don't want to touch it. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was really funny because I. I blew a joke like i was gonna make a joke about it and i was like oh man i messed it up and she was like you know i'm probably gonna forget about this and then lo and behold five (laughs) minutes later i was like wait a minute and she's like what i got so no that's where it is right there and she (laughs) she fell for it it was so funny i don't know if you did that for me or i did not i just forgot okay Um, but anyways, uh, so that hike was good. Yeah, I recommend, recommend it. that one too. It's you know, it, it, it's, it's a very public place. There is, uh, there are parking restrictions. So I'm, I'm sure during the busier times, it's hard to find parking for these places. But when yeah, we were going, wasn't there, that bad. there were tons of parking. Um, and I would say on all the hikes that we did, we didn't see 
that many people. Like it was pretty yeah. easy to stay socially distanced. Like I said, I think I imagine usually it's not it's like probably that. a little different normally, yeah. but I don't know. It was pretty good. Yeah. Um, the last hike we did that day was uh, we hiked to the 49 Palms Oasis. Yep. Then that's in 29 Palms. That's right. Uh, now, the, the funny thing about this one is it's in Joshua Tree, but you have to leave Joshua Tree to get to it. Right. So you actually have to uh, leave Joshua Tree National Park, drive to 29 Palms to turn on a road to get back into Joshua Tree. But this yeah. is literally like the only thing you could do in this park. Right. There's no camping and, yeah. and it's just, just this it's one just hike this basically. So um, uh, it, it's going to an oasis. And we were racing the sun basically because yes. we got there a little later and we read that it's a two to three hour hike typically. Yes, yeah, three miles, and it said it was moderately strenuous. And there was it was correct because you uh, climb about three hundred feet uh, up in about um, like maybe three quarters of a mile. Yeah, you and went. then you go down. So you have to go up a hill, then down a hill to get to this oasis, and then on the way back you have to go up the hill and then down the hill. That was so, messed up. So you have to go uphill both ways. But uh, but yeah, we ended up getting there in about an hour, maybe less, 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy. It is an oasis. It's exactly what you picture in the movies. It was really Like it's cool. all desert and you round a corner and holy moly, there's 49 palm trees right? just growing up And I there. remember it's, when we finally saw the palm trees, both of us were like, oh my God, that's so far away still. And then we both like squinted and stared at it and we're like. No, that's not that far. I can see the trail. Yeah, I think it was. No, we saw somebody walking and then it was like, OK, they're not that they're You know, the perception there. OK, we're, we're good. We're good. It just looked like it was super far away. Um, there were signs saying there's supposed to be sheep. There was no sheep. No sheep. We also passed a hiker who was like, oh, did you see any sheep? And I was like, no. Yeah. Do they exist? Yeah. Oh, you know what we didn't mention hmm. is this whole. Um, uh, well, hold on. Backtrack. This 49 Palms hike, yeah, it's on a trail and there's a lot of like stairs cut into the rock. That's true. So it's more like doing stairs the whole way rather than walking, <laughs> which I'm not walk. a fan of. I'd rather walk just up a flat, like sort of like a, like a straight thing kind of uh, yeah. rather than do stairs. But that's what they were. So we had no choice. But anyways, uh, what we didn't mention was how many humans we saw Acting like sheep. Right. <laughs> Where like we saw them on everywhere. top of rocks. And you kept on asking how they get there. Well, they rock climbed. I just can't, I can't wrap my head around it. Yeah. And they were up high. We like, saw you a know, few people actually rock climbing. Yes. But the majority of the people that we saw were just on the top of yeah. these mountains that don't look like you should be able to climb them. Chilling on the top. I don't know. And understand. it's not mountains. They're, they're rock formations. Whatever, dude. So, I mean, the mountains is a different thing. True, true. But, um, but yeah. it was weird. But yeah, anyways, in uh, all, Joshua Tree is just beautiful. You wouldn't really think desert beautiful. Like, it doesn't sound right, but it was beautiful. Yeah, it was gorgeous. Um, we Both of us had never been before, so that was a, a new experience for us. And it was just so pretty. We had such a good time. Um, I would definitely go back. I don't want to be there in the summer, but no. I would definitely go back. Yeah. Um. In the spring or the fall. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we were still working on this, uh, the cancellations part. 
there's um uh, zion said we could cancel get our full refund but doing the cancellation they it's still charged it's still us. saying it charged us but we haven't looked at the money part because we don't have internet right so um we're so we're yeah out. we're working that out but there's things that you still have to do when your trip is canceled you, like we're still going through the process of fully canceling all of our things and pleading our case to other places that are saying like oh we don't do any refunds but this is also a very unique situation where it's situation right now we're learning stuff about all this too yeah um, about what's happening so we're kind of trusting what the emails that we're getting from the sites are saying rather than what what's happening like when we put our refund through like we put the refund through and they send a generic response back so we're we're trusting what they're going to say. And we're kind of waiting to see what our, what our, I guess what our bank account looks yeah, like. And now this we're is just, all over. we're just sad. Um, oh, I guess we didn't mention this either. So we mentioned that we bought the America, the beautiful pass, yeah. which is basically an, a year access pass to national parks. Yeah. Um, and we did that because it was going to be cheaper than paying <laughs> for each park that we were going to individually. Yep. Um, and we only ended up making it to Joshua tree and, and we didn't have to pay anyways. And because of everything that was going on, they weren't charging admission to yeah. the park. So we didn't need it, but I'm glad we have it because I do want to try and use it for this next year. Yeah. So that's good. And it, you know, and also even if we don't like whatever, the national parks are great. They should, they should continue to stay open. We helped with that by buying this pass. Sort yeah. Of. yeah. Um, but the one thing that we haven't even canceled yet. Oh, yeah. Because I'm kind of, I'm just so sad that we had to leave. And then, I don't know if you feel the same way, Ryan, but when we got home, I just feel like everything's not as crazy as it sounded. Like, maybe we were so far away and it's just like the nerves of like, are we going to be whatever? And I got like caught up in the hype I, there, the there's crazy. always the worry when you're not home. Yeah. Like now that we're home, we, we feel safe. It's we're like, in our it's own like things thing. are not that crazy. Like we could have kept going. We could have figured it out. That's how I feel now that we're home. So I'm like really sad that we cut it short. But who knows? Things could change yeah. today, tomorrow. And I could feel like, wow, I'm so happy we're home. Yeah. And I just checked our email. There's still no cancellations as far as, as um, our next spot we want to go, yeah. which was actually originally... We, our, our original plan for our, our anniversary was let's just go see the Grand Canyon. I've never seen it. I've never seen You've it. You've never seen it. So we're like, okay, let's go do that. And then we plan this whole trip and it gets canceled. But the only thing we haven't canceled is the Grand Canyon That's because right. the campsite hasn't canceled on us yet. Yeah, the campsite's still open. A lot of other smaller things are closed in the area, but the campsite's still open. <clears throat> so we are considering, which I'm kind of leaning towards yes, as long as things don't get real crazy. We're yeah. considering just making um, a, another weekend trip and going to the Grand Canyon, doing some camping, um, maybe even swinging to Sedona on the way home yeah. and camping there for a night and then coming back. So we might get two small camping trips out of this instead of one epic camping road trip. Yeah. Um, but we'll keep you posted. Yeah. I, I would say, and in conclusion here, um, when you're preparing for a road trip, make sure you're probably more prepared than you think you should be. Yep. Um, we got our maps, so have maps just in case, you know, you're like, we were out of, we, we had no internet where we were. So if we did want to look things up, we'd have to use the maps. Right. Um, what else uh, am I, am I thinking here for like preparing for an actual road trip? Oh, have entertainment 
at That's hand. That's true. Yeah. We, uh, we made sure we downloaded some music, which, I mean, who does that anymore? There's like Spotify and all that stuff. Like, we actually downloaded stuff from Spotify. Yeah, offline we, playlists. Yeah, we also did, um, what else did we do? Oh, we audiobooks. Books. We, had, we, we had, had, yeah, we had, we had, uh, hardcover books. We had audiobooks. We had some cards and some, some yeah. dice games. Yeah. But a ukulele. Yeah. So we had things to keep us entertained, um, especially on the drive, though. That's more what I was thinking of. Yeah. Because you can get a little, little, uh, punch drunk, I think, on, uh, on a drive. <laughs> Long drive. Yeah. So we, uh, on the drive home, we listened to most of uh, a big chunk of an audiobook, and that was really fun. But, um, but yeah, I would say, as unsuccessful as this trip was, we made it as successful as we could. That's right. It was really fun. Um, I'm glad we did it. Yeah, I wish we could do more. And we I wish we could be doing this episode from St. George, which was originally our plan. That was our plan. But um but yeah. Plans change. Plans change. Anything else? That's it. Cue the music. Testing one, two, testing one, two, three, testing, testing.